<laughs> I want to text Ed. I want to text Ed and be like, uh, be like, you'll never guess what's in our next podcast episode. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even talk. <laughs> We hope you all enjoyed that as much as we did. Fucking, that's a soundbite. We said it right away. We said it right away. That's the fucking soundbite. That's right. Oh, man. We're back together again. TJ Palmasano. Where we are. Fan speculation. Cheers, my friend. Haven't seen you in a bit. That's right. Uh, good old Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Uh, yes, Vinny and I are back together doing the pod in person. My interface... <laughs> we're doing more of this. My interface has not uh, gotten... Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is gonna be a good one. Hopefully, the audio doesn't lose this time. Yeah. Um, I'm using my old interface, and Vinny and I are pretty pretty close to each other. We're using the same input here because uh, my. I'm right about making all these noises and you saying us we're real close to each other. <laughs> uh, anyway, welcome to fan speculation, everyone. We have a lot a shit ton to talk about. What if might be gone, but that doesn't mean we have a lot of really cool, fun stuff to talk about. So first and foremost, we're gonna be talking about those Marvel delays in, uh, that we heard earlier this week with the delays of Doctor Strange, Thor Love and Thunder, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, The Marvels, Deadpool 3 in a separate story. Uh, we're also going to talk a bit, a little bit about the, um, little bit about what happened with DC fandom. We are a pop culture con- uh, pop, bleh, podcast, so we can talk a little bit about that, and I think it might have relate to these delays. We don't know. Just speculation on our part. Uh, Chris Pratt confirmed about the Guardians of the Galaxy filming and uh, we are going to kick things off, as we normally should, with some Spider-Man news. So, yep. so let's go through this real quickly. Um, so the latest news that we have heard, uh, this is dating from the past couple of days here. One, that Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man will kind of look the same from Spider-Man 3. However, uh, he's going to have a slight beard, and he's going to look a little older to, to look to, to make him look like he's a little older. And then he, some time has passed, showing that he is the most experienced Spider-Man. So let's talk about that real quickly, Ben. What do you think about this decision made to make to make Toby uh, look a little bit older? Uh, I think it's going to make a lot of sense. Um, from you, you saw Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, right? Yes, of course I did. Was the older Spider-Man that like takes the uh, the younger Spider-Man under his wing? That's supposed to be Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, correct? I don't know if it's supposed to be Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. I remember hearing something like that when that movie came out. He was definitely, uh, I would say, definitely. I would say things were taken from him as uh, as maybe Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, but nevertheless, that if he looked something like that, just not fat though. Yeah, uh, not like, that not that like would dad be no, not, not like cool. dad bought Spider-Man. No, even though it worked for the movie. And speaking of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, I think they they named the they confirmed what the name of the new title is. If I can find that on my phone real quickly, yeah, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is what the new Into the Spider-Verse sequel will be called, oh, appearing wow. next year. Uh, looking forward to that. But anyway, yeah, Tobey Maguire. I mean. I think it's fine for him to be the most experienced Spider-Man of the three. I mean, he did do this first with before Andrew and Tom. Correct. 
plus him being the you know he's been through so much. We could learn about what's happened between Tom and Andrew. Um, that's Toby and Andrew, I should say. And really, I, I think it, you know there's some things that, oh about him getting a new suit. I really don't think it's necessary for him to get a new suit. I think all the suits are going to be updated. I don't think that Toby and Andrews will, though. I, I no? think I think maybe there'll be some touch-ups here and there, but I, I think we'll still mainly see them in the same Spider-Man suits that we saw in their respective movies. Because the reason why, like you know, Tom Holland has gotten new Spider-Man suits is because there was a reason. You know, the first one he made himself, which is a little you know tracksuit bullshit little thing. Yeah. Then he got a new one because of Tony Stark, and then the one after that also because of Tony Stark. He needed yet nanotech. You know, the suit was upgrading, and then Tom uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man made a new one in Far From Home. Yeah. So there was a reason for the suit to be made for a new one, at least storyline wise. I don't think they'll necessarily be a reason I, plus you know merchandise selling I think it'll just sell with the uh, with the suit that gla- iconic Spider-Man suit that Tobey Maguire had mm. um, some other things that we have um, is rumors about and reports about when the new trailer will release so Vinny and I were actually texting the other day uh, it said you know it's possible that the new the official trailer could come out the 18th or the 25th of October uh, well the 18th has passed so no we're not talking about that um, the Eternals uh, premiere was on Monday so they didn't necessarily want to take away the shine from that which Understandably so. It's mm-hmm. it's it's the next big hit that they want to. Well, it seems to be be a hit so far. Um, so it seems that the twenty fifth of October or maybe a little bit into November is when we'll be getting this next official Spider Man No Way Home trailer. Um, then, what are some things that you think we should see from this trailer? Obviously, the the, the official trailer of a movie shows that the. Um, the 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 overall plot. We kind of got an idea of the teaser trailer, but what do you want to see, and what don't you want to see from this trailer that will be coming up eventually? Well, the only thing that anyone should want to see is uh, you know the three Spider-Man standing next to each other, but they're gonna save that for the movie. What I think we're gonna see is the full lineup of villains at the end of the trailer. I I think they're gonna put them in the trailer. Yeah, I think we're gonna see most of, if not all, of the. Of the villains that are going to be in the Sinister Six. Oh, I'm talking about the the Toby and Andrew. I think they'll show them. Reports going on rumors saying that you know they'll show the final shot of the three of them fighting together, but I don't want that. I would prefer just something subtle. You know, maybe Tom Holland's trying to get away after everything. Maybe he was, he just barely escaped fighting Doc Ock and the other Sinister Six members, and then he's on a rooftop somewhere, and his eyes just open wide, and it's like a it's like a you know, and then. Use you see Tom in the background, and then you see rising up slowly from the ground, the feet to the hands, to the two respective hands of the spot of the two Spider Men. Oh my god! Like that is a great way to show that they're gonna be in the movie without actually showing their face. What if what if they line up? They they what if Spider Man No uh, uh, No Way Home is done in sequences because it's different universes? So like. It'll be Tom Holland's universe all the way up until things start getting fucked up, and then we're gonna get like a piece of Tobey Maguire Spider-Man's universe. Spider-Man's universe, and he's gonna be fighting in the like New York City streets against at least one or two of the uh, the Sinister Six members, and then the Flash is gonna happen. the The Flash is gonna happen where multiverses, you know, where universes collide into the multiverse, dude. Uh, that this is... is the bug out. What? Spider-Man. Uh, I'm sorry, Tom Holland, <clears throat> Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield are going to appear because they're all fighting on the same block in the same street corner in New York City 
when the the universes collide, and then we're gonna get the Spider-Man meme where all three of them point at each other. That would work really well if you know. I should be a screenwriter. If, if the spe- if if Tom Holland's Peter Parker wasn't there for the spell when it happened. You have these really cool theories, but you forget about these little tiny. De- no, listen. I think that will happen. I, I think the meme will happen. Yeah, it's got. It's gotta happen. They have. They have to reference that. Um, I just don't think. I, I mean, we know that Sony's gonna want to put them in the trailer in some form or fashion, because fans of those Spider-Man movies are gonna want to see this movie because it, of those Spider-Man. Now we have to remember that there are people who are. Who are not following this movie like you and I are, or everybody listening to this podcast? We have to remember that there are casual fans that may be like, "Well, if when they come, I'll see it if they're in it, but nothing's there." You know, I mean, with the indication of Doc Ock, you know, just showing out for Melina, and then the pumpkin bomb and Willem Dafoe's laugh. They gave a lot in the, in the teaser. Yeah, and now we have Venom as well. Yeah, Venom we'll get into in a little bit too. We have to talk about Venom. So why don't we get into that real quickly? Yeah. Uh, Kevin Flaggy spoke at the Eternals uh, premiere, and we'll get to the other the delays that involve also involve Kevin Flaggy. What he said, um, the Venom two post credit scene took a lot of time in in the making. Kevin Flaggy says uh, that Sony and Marvel, and the No Way Home team, and the Venom two team worked together. So it makes me believe that maybe the footage that we see on the television screen is footage from Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh It's possible that it could be that. Now, I've been... After Venom has now come out after the past few weeks, if you haven't seen Venom 2 uh, to be carnage, I mean, we already spoiled it. If you don't chew Big Red, then fuck you. Exactly. So, that drew Big Red for Venom being carnage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy was gross. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The best fuck ever placed in a PG-13 The absolutely best F-bomb. Best fuck ever. One fuck per PG-13 movie. Excellent. Venom, perfect. Anyway, um, it's possible that maybe that could be a part of No Way Home. Uh, at least the scene, the stuff that Venom is seeing on the television screen. Maybe when Peter Parker gets away, Spider-Man gets away for a second, he's able to take off his mask and maybe try and get away. Who knows? Because he didn't take off his mask in the Far From Home uh, trailer. Uh, or should I say the Far From Home uh, after credit scene. And we just got a uh, message from... from uh, Vinny Acardino, v- our number one fan. Literally, as we're recording the podcast. Uh, I'm, Let's see what it is. Hold on one What's second. he got there? What's we're Vinny- not going to get off topic, but this is a Star Wars meme. What has Vinny got for us? Um, it's <laughs> it's Palpatine when he's at the when he's at the, the like weird alien show with yeah. Anakin. And <laughs> it's Christopher Lee, but he's Saruman from fucking Lord of the Rings. Have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Yeah. But do you know how the orcs first came into being? Do you want to know how I got these stars? Do you know the Muffin Man? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker now shows and up, and then the Gingerbread Man from Shrek. <laughs> Vinny, that's some real quality shit there, man. Good job. Um, that was funny. Anyway, uh, anyway, I-, I think that um, the more I think about it, the more I don't think Venom is going to be a uh, the sixth member of the Sinister Six. Um, because why would Venom want to go after Spider Man all of a sudden and want to hurt him? like the other villains want to. I think that maybe we'll see Eddie Brock in No Way Home, Tom Hardy, um, but I think that's going to be more of a side story, and I think we're really going to come into play with Venom in the after credit scene of No Way Home and possibly set up Spider-Man versus uh, Venom in a future movie. Has the runtime for this movie been released? No, it has not. 
I think it's going to be at least a three-hour movie. There's so much going on. You could theoretically make it a three-hour movie. Yeah. I would love if it was a three-hour movie. Make it four. Give us a whole Lord of the Rings trilogy. I don't care. I don't know about four. Four's a stretch. Give me eight hours. I mean, look, eight-hour Spider-Man would be great, but... Just do I it, think, uh... I think at max... Maximum, we'll probably see two and a half to two hours and 45 minutes, two hours and 40 minutes. I would mm. love three hours. Three hours would be great if they can do everything in a lot of time. Dude, what if they, uh, let's say, well, I don't think the Marvel Universe is ever going to be finished, but <clears throat> what happens when this has been going on for like 20 or 30 years, right? Like Lord of the Rings released like extended cut and director's cut. Director's cut's like an extra 15 minutes of scenes. The extended cut, every each movie is like four hours and fifteen minutes. It's completely insane. What if Marvel, what if Marvel came out with the extended cuts for everything up to Infinity War? Imagine the amount of runtime. So what you're saying, kind of like a, uh, like a Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League, more or less. All right. Um, I mean, that being, I'm, I'm. There's a lot of footage that's been shown over the years as to what Marvel wanted to put in the movies but couldn't. Like, I think one of them was a. Um, I'm forgetting. <laughs> I had it in my head. and I'm forgetting. Um, but real quickly, getting back to Spider-Man, real quickly here. Um, I think the whole thing with Venom. What do you think is more likely with Venom that we will see? I think he'll try and find the Daily Bugle because he recognizes Daily Bugle. He worked for them. Yep. And I think that we will probably see Eddie Brock meet J. Jonah Jameson, tell him that Spider-Man's a menace, that he's going to ask him for a job. Yes, he's going to ask him for a job, and that he will try, and that Venom will get jealous and try and go after Spider-Man. Now, another thing to talk about real quickly before we talk about the potential sixth member of the Sinister Six that's been leaked, apparently, is that Tom Holland recently did an interview where he said that the... This movie felt like it was the end for him when he did his last scene with Zendaya and uh, the kid who plays Ned. I can't remember his name. Um, you know, they treated it like it was the last time. Now, I don't think it's going to be the last time all these films. It can't be. No, it, it won't be. But they treated it like that way. There's too much money to be made. Yes, but he did say the next time we see Spider-Man won't be for some time. And the home trilogy is done. Like the... The home aspect of Spider-Man is done. Next time we see Spider-Man, it'll be a very long time, and that it'll be a completely different feel to what these movies have brought. Now, we can theorize here for a few minutes as to say what could be Spider-Man's next movie. That means that Tom Holland has already been given paperwork for future movies where he's going to be like older because people are on this like Spider-Man high, and I guess Marvel wants to make movies that go in other directions and he'll show up in those movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's kind of what I was going into that um, I think that Spider-Man could show up in a... It could be a Venom versus Spider-Man movie. It could be a... Um, it could be uh, the Fantastic Four because John, John Watts, the director of the Spider-Man movies, he could throw up in that. What if it's the Venom It's the Venom movie, right? And the reason why he says it's not going to have the same feels as the other movies is because in order for Venom not to like Spider-Man, he has to think of Spider-Man in some type of negative way. And we like, uh, we like Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock, and we love Venom, right? So now Venom has to have a good reason to hate Spider-Man. And the audience has to not like something about Spider-Man. I don't think necessarily the audience has to like or dislike about anything with the characters. It's more or less a kind of a thing of like, 
we both like these characters and it'd be cool to see them fight kind of like a Freddy versus Jason type of thing or Captain America Civil War where like we both like Iron Man and Captain America but they're fighting over a thing I think we're gonna Pro- Ed- Venom's probably gonna get into his thing of like you know Eddie this guy's a bad guy he killed this beloved superhero we need to stop him you know oh, yeah, just okay. something okay. like that you know yeah 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 that makes um, sense so it could be that I think there's there we could see Spider-Man in Fantastic Four we could see him in Captain America 4 because Anthony Mackie is really you know pushing for Spider-Man to be in Captain America 4 uh, that would be really cool Anthony Mackie was talking about that not too long after the Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, show had ended so that's what we have there. Um, out of all those movies, though, what would you, Vinny, like to see Spider-Man appear in first? Between an Anthony Mackie or Venom? Between uh, a, a Venom, a potential Spider-Man versus Venom movie. Uh, Spider-Man for, versus Venom. I would say that too, but you I don't even have to tell me the other th- other things. I would love to see him in the Fantastic Four. Honestly, but I, who would be the lineup? That's what governs it. Well, I think we could. We've talked about that plenty of times as to who we think the lineup could be. We've kind of talked about that to death, but we'll get back to that another time. Okay, I'm sorry. You know, no, it's all good. I just like repress all Fantastic Four memories because I didn't like any of it. Not even the first one. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first one's not great, but it's still the best out of the bunch. It was alright. I mean, I I personally love Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. He was all right, a- fine, amicable. It's it's a watchable movie, but it's not one where you see it's like it's an all time great superhero movie. No, no, no way by any means. Um, and the last bit of Spider Man news we need to get into is the potential sixth member of the Sinister Six sent to us by our good buddy and former guest Andreas Palakaris. That's right. And uh, he sent this to me uh, yesterday at the time of this recording, if I remember correctly. Um, he sent it to me on Instagram, and it what appears to be in Doctor Strange's multiver- uh, little little prison where he's keeping the villains. Uh, what appears to be in this picture, I think, is the Green Goblin. It kind of looks like the Green Goblin or the Lizard. Not sure who. Uh, and then what appears to be, and this is like the absolute worst choice for a sixth Sinister Six member for this movie, but Paul Giamatti's Rhino. Ugh. Uh, yeah, that's 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 not a good choice. Uh, I don't like that one bit. Um, I mean, if you are going to do a multiversal type of thing with the Sinister Six, I guess it's okay. But I'll be honest with you, Vin. I don't think it's going to be him. I think this is a swerve pulled by the studio. Yeah. I think they realize that they know how badly the second Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie was and how poorly the Rhino was received in that movie that I think it's still going to be something pretty big. Mm. I think it still be could, could be room for someone like Vulture or Mysterio. Um, I think Mysterio being the mastermind of the Sinister Six would absolutely be incredible because, honestly, I just don't see it. I just don't see... I don't see Rhino being it. Also, we've seen Lego sets where Spider-Man's fighting Vulture for the No Way Home th- uh, No Way Home build-up for this and the toys. So I don't think it's going to be Rhino. Do you believe it to be Rhino? Do you think this is a swerve pulled by the studio? Um, I think they know exactly that. They know exactly how much the fans hate Paul Giamatti's Rhino, and I don't think that they would make that decision. If they do make that decision, it's out of pure nostalgia, and that's about it. And they went overboard with the nostalgia shit. I think they also could have went overboard with the multiversal Sinister Six as well. Mm. Who's to say you need another villain from the Andrew Garfield movies? Like, we don't need yeah. Rhino. To, to, and, they, and they've introduced plenty of new characters through the multiverse. 
that's the thing is like I would with all these characters coming in from different universes, you would think that we'd have at least one villain from our MCU of a Spider-Man villain. Yeah, I would hope, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, what was your favorite bit of Spider-Man news that we talked about? Let us know on our social medias at fan speculation underscore pod and on Twitter at fan speculation where I posted a pretty funny meme today with the evil means is the big thing nowadays where it says evil That's Thanos. Right. I'll double the resources. How dare he? <laughs> and our good buddy Ed doesn't seem to appear to understand the meme. No, he doesn't. He's like, couldn't he have just done that? I'm like, yeah, that's the whole fucking point. <laughs> we love you, bud, even though you don't listen to us. Anyway, the uh, next bit of news we'll get into is that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 has officially started filming. Right. Uh, confirmed by Chris Pratt on the set of Guardians of the Galaxy 3 on his Instagram just the other day. So, Vin, how are you feeling about this? This is a, this is a long way to movie we've been wanting to see. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm really excited to see the Guardians with Thor because that's exactly what it's going to be. I can't wait to hear the next set that like the next music lineup that's going to be in Guardians because Oh, I can't wait for that too. Yeah, didn't we didn't they release one song? I can't remember what it was. I think they re- they they released one approved song that's going to be in the movie? In the movie. That I didn't hear. Um, one thing I do know is that uh, we might get that same vibe in Thor: Love and Thunder. Considering the Guardians going to be also going to be in Gar- uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, dope. Um, I would love to see a soundtrack as well, but Guardians I feel Volume Three. I feel like they could call, they could call it like Thor: Love and Thunder's soundtrack if they decide to do it, like the Guardians movies, they as got- as Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Mix Volume One. Oh, that's cool. I think that would be cool. Would be cool. Or the Asgardians of the Galaxy Love and Thunder mix. Awesome mix. Something mm-hmm. like that. Um, then again, it could just be fine as an exclusive thing for the for Guardians as well. Just having those movies with the, with the cool soundtrack. Um, last week, Vinny, when uh, I was doing the pod solo, uh, we talked about uh, Will Poulter being cast as Adam Warlock mm-hmm. uh, for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Now, James Gunn, the director of the film, he he uh, he confronted himself. He's very active on Twitter and social media, and he will flat out deny a report or a rumor if it's not true, and he will flat out confirm a rumor if it is true with him just confirming the rumor and the reports, I believe, by Variety, who uh, reported first. So he's like, well, welcome to the team, Will Poulter. Hashtag Adam Warlock, hashtag Guardians Galaxy Volume 3. I believe that's what he said. I don't follow James Gunn on Twitter, even though I should. Anyway, uh, I want to get your reactions. How do you feel about Will Poulter being cast as uh, Adam Warlock? Well, um, I personally don't don't know enough about the character Adam Warlock to say that he's going to portray it well. Uh, I know he's been in a couple of good movies. Uh, he, he is a current meme. Yes. In, uh, if you're unfamiliar with Will Poulter is... Uh, if you guys missed last week's episode, Will Poulter was the dumb kid from uh, from We're the Millers. You know the meme where it's like you're getting paid. Like, what this? Like, were you guys getting paid? Like, yeah. so uh, he's also in the Maze Runner movies. He's a pretty good actor from what I've seen. So, yeah. plus he's very young. He's like 29 years old. Oh wow! And Adam Warlock's character is typically older, oh. so it appears they're gonna want him to stick around in the MCU for quite some time. Look up Adam Warlock real fast. Adam Warlock, he is. Uh, if you don't know it, for those of you, I'll give a brief description again. Adam Warlock, he is. Uh, he is created by these the Sovereign uh, and High Priestess Aisha made him, and said, I think I should call him Adam. I gave a little bit Greek description on him last week. I, even though I said I would, it just Adam Warlock is one of the most powerful characters in all of MCU. 
he was kind of more of a villain at first. He does get into a bit of a, he does get into a relationship with Gamora in the comics. He is actually the one who stops Thanos and wields the Infinity Gauntlet. So Adam Warlock is a very very big deal when it comes to the Marvel comics. Now it would have been great to see him in the uh, Avengers Endgame Infinity War movies, but obviously no time was made enough time at least enough time was made for him to be cast. So there's a lot he, of stuff here with Adam Warlock wielding the Infinity Gauntlet. Yes, and he is he's a very powerful being. In fact, I I believe he was made from the Soul Stone or the Soul Gem as they say in the in the comic books. So He's going to be a very important character and potentially be the next big superhero to take down the next big bad, whether it be Kang or Galactus. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I would think Adam Warlock would be the villain of this movie. Don't you say, Vin? I think he's going to be the villain. I think he's going to be just... vil- villain turned into anti-hero. Because that's kind of what he is in the comics. He is kind of like a villain at first, but it does eventually become a hero. You know who I feel would have been the perfect for the perfect for this? Who? That um oh fuck, the name just slipped my mind. Gary Oldman, but a young Gary Oldman. Well, Gary like, like Oldman is Oldman. an old man, so <laughs> I know. Right. So it can't be Gary Oldman. I love Gary Oldman. Don't get me wrong, but uh, yes, Will Poulter. So Guardians of the Galaxy three volume three is finally started filming. This is a movie that was actually supposed to kick off and kick start. Uh, the Marvel Phase 4 MCU, but obviously things change with James Gunn's firing and the switching of the schedules and doing Suicide Squad. Um, so there's a lot going on there. That's a bit of fun bit of news. Um, the not-so-great news that goes along with this is Marvel just delayed a whole... pretty much every movie that's supposed to come out next year. Now, it is worth saying that we need to talk about what happened to DC fandom. Now, DC fandom... Uh, I know we said earlier we were primarily a Marvel Star Wars podcast, but we are a pop culture uh, podcast, and we can't just say that that DC does not exist. DC has some pretty good stuff and some great stuff, including this Batman trailer, which Vinny and I watched earlier. That looks pretty fucking dope. Yeah, it does. Uh, it's gonna be a like detective noir type movie. Mm-hmm. But I, I like that. There was only one scene I didn't like in that trailer, and uh, Robert Pattinson like bangs on the glass and like tries to. Like do the low. He's like, "What like, did you do?" Person. Yeah, and I, like I thought it looked like such a like. I think I he know, was talking to Rid- Riddler in that thing. I mean, to me, I love the thing where he's beating the shit out of the guys and Selena Kyle's uh, Catwoman's just like, "Who are you?" I'm vengeance. I loved that. I thought that was really cool. Uh, that looks really good. The Black Adam thing was really cool. The Flash uh, teaser. Now, if any didn't get to see this, but I'll give you a brief description. It appears that Flash apparently is um, able to travel through time. That is a common thing. I think there's even another version of Barry Allen behind Barry Allen, the same actor playing Flash. And here's the big one. Michael Keaton's returning as Batman. Yeah. Michael Keaton's returning as Batman. For what? For the Flash movie. Really? Yeah. So that means they don't want Ben Affleck and they don't want Robert Pattinson. No, they do want Robert Pattinson. It's just, it has something to do with time travel. That's all I know is that Flash was actually able to run so, at one point he was able to run so fast that he just, he stopped the Earth's, he stopped time. He stopped the flow of time in the Earth by stopping the Earth from rotating. So I think that maybe Flash did something and that's how we were able to get Michael Keaton. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Maybe maybe we'll have to wait and see because Michael Keaton's Batman is a tremendous Batman and the mm-hmm. classic. So I think it's worth mentioning this DC stuff because 
Here's the quote from Kevin Feige from the Eternals uh, premiere. It's mainly because of production shifts and changes. And because we have so many slots, we can just shift those slots. All the Marvel slots are the same, so we're just changing slots. Instead of there being three months between Marvel movies, there are six months between Marvel movies. And I think we can all handle that. And I heard someone say, no, in the faint background as he said that. So, no, we're not okay with that, Kevin. I understand the anticipation will be big, but... Yeah, we're we're not uh, big on that. Whether he said five or six months, I think he might have said five months. So the new dates for these movies: Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness was supposed to come out in March. Batman's coming out in March. Um, that'd be doc- it, it leads to May sixth. Thor: Love and Thunder now coming out July eighth. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever now coming out November eleventh. Uh, the Marvels now being moved to February twenty twenty three. Now I would think if one of your movies has been pushed to one to a few months back now you kind of have to push your other movies back too just so the whole thing and the anticipation of waiting and everything what are your thoughts on this Vinny do you think the DC fandom has anything to do with Marvel possibly pushing these dates um it's it's like uh it's an either or type situation because Marvel Marvel's gonna crush the DC box office doesn't even matter it's probably not even a question in their mind but what if they think that the Robert Pattinson movie, since it is going to be DC, but people are going to want to see it just because it's Robert Pattinson. So maybe that has a slight impact on it. Um, I don't know if the Flash's fan base is as wide as it as I don't know. I think I this just, is mainly having to do with Batman because Batman is supposed to be coming out March fourth, and I think Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness was supposed to come out the same day. I don't think they wanted any kind of head-to-head competition. Because yeah. if you remember, Batman and Civil War were supposed to come out the same weekend. And then they moved it. Hmm. I, I believe it was DC who moved it, if I remember correctly. So I think that's mainly why. And they figured, well, we move this movie, we should move these other movies back. Now, this sucks because, you know, now we have to wait longer for... Instead of having three months in between, between No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness, now we have to wait another two months on top of that for the Multiverse of Madness, which is, you know, I would say to say yours and my, one of our most anticipated movies for the MCU. Mm. Um, at the same time, it also takes time for these projects to really, really hone their craft and just perfect it. Like movies like Thor Love and Thunder... Apparently, Taika Waititi uh, was taught uh, this uh, YouTube. Taika touched my titties. Taika touched my titties. <laughs> uh, he was um, he was at the Eternals premiere, and this guy I follow on on YouTube called Warren from the Cosmic Wonder, the YouTube channel. He met he met him, and you know he was just talking about him, and he's like, you know, I you know love your work, blah blah. blah director, I love Thor Ragnarok. I'm excited for Thor, Thor Love and Thunder. He's like, yeah. He's like, if I ever c- can finish filming, and he's like, oh, I know the delays that sucked, so. It's ty- Thor: Love and Thunder is still going through some, I guess, post-production stuff, and obviously that's pissing off the directors and like, oh fuck, what are we gonna do? Overall, though, if it does mean we can kind of, you know, you know, add a little flares here and there, and just do some things to make the movies that much better, I don't mind it. And then again, the anticipation for the next movie is built up huge at that point. Because the demand is so high for these movies. Yeah. Um, 
out of all these uh out of all of these titles, which one are you looking most forward to, Ben? Doctor Strange, Thor Love and Thunder, Black Panther, The Marvels? Doctor Strange and then, and then Thor. And then Thor. Oh, I can't believe I forgot about it. There's another movie that's being delayed, but to a different story entirely. Ryan Reynolds is going to be taking some time off. That's right. From Deadpool. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about this for a few minutes. Probably can't fucking breathe in that thing, and he's in it for hours and hours on end. He's not in the suit as he's writing the script. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, he should be, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, he embodies Wade Wilson, Deadpool, like nobody else. So, for those of you who are kind of freaking out about this, like, another movie being delayed? Here's the reason. It's not because of the DC fandom bullshit. What it is, is because Ryan Reynolds is burnt out. He's burnt out. He just needs some time to relax, recharge his batteries. He said it himself. He posted on a thing on Instagram. And he just said, I just need some time to relax. Uh, uh, you know, <clears throat> spend time with my family. And he's taking off a six-month sabbatical, which I think is fair, all things considered. Don't you think, Ben? Yep. So Very it's fair. not the biggest thing in the It's not the worst thing in the world. Um, I think we should just really appreciate that the guy is working so hard for this movie for us just so we can, you know, see it and, and actually and actually get to watch it. And it'll be nothing short of amazing because now that Deadpool is in the MCU, we can li- and we can literally just throw him into the MCU at any given point whatsoever. Um, what would you say is... Um, who are some characters you would like to see in Deadpool three, Vin? Uh, well, Cable Cable got confirmed, right? Uh, Cable, I'd like to see. Who's that big metal guy? Colossus. Colossus. I'd like to see him again. Uh, I'd like to see Spider Man make a small appearance, but I know it's not going to happen. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. You ever know? Yeah. I mean, Deadpool and Spider Man do have a close relationship in the comic books. They'll probably have a reference. I would think that I would love to see some X, some new X Men appear. Mm. Um, I would love it if just you know Aaron Taylor Johnson showed up, even if it is just Ralph Boner. Mm. It would be funny. I was actually rewatching the the finale of Wandavision the other night. Oh yeah, still so fucking good. Um, I think that uh, for those of you, again for those of you freaking out, don't freak out. Deadpool 3 is still going to happen. It's just it's going to take some time. Look, Ryan Reynolds is one of the most hardy, hardest working guys in Hollywood. So there's no reason why we should be freaking out about this. Yeah. You're right. I don't think so at all. Uh, the next bit of uh, time that we're going to talk about is this article I found. And it says, George Lucas shares his Star Wars sequel trilogy plans and why it didn't happen. Now, mm-hmm. Vinny, I, mm-hmm. I texted this to you the other day. I didn't even get a chance to read it when I texted it to you. I just said this would, just, this would be a cool thing about the pod. So I'm going to read this as we go along here, okay? This might be a bit of a long article, so bear with me. While Star Wars fan base has found itself more divided than ever, ask any Star Wars fan, and they'll surely agree that the Disney sequel trilogy yield mixed results thanks to the stark uh, mixture of crushing disappointment and break, uh, breathtaking elation. Many have wondered whether a Star Wars sequel trilogy created uh, whether a Star Wars sequel trilogy from a, from creator George Lucas would have been more satisfying. Well, you can now, at least partly, judge this for yourself as several intriguing details have emerged regarding the scrap set of the sequels for Lucas himself. Detailed in the newly released book 
Taskin's Star Wars Archives, 1989-2005, Lucas reveals that his sequel trilogy would have centered on Carrie Fisher's Leia Organa, which is something that no doubt all of us Star Wars fans can agree makes a lot of sense. But who would have been the face of the dark side opposed to Leia? Well, this is where things get even more interesting. Excuse me. <laughs> reveals there would have been re... re uh, re resurrected none other than the fan favorite spiky head double edged lightsaber wielding Darth Maul and Maul would not have been alone this is getting interesting wow uh, it says uh, a quote from George Lucas Darth Maul trained a, trained a girl Darth Talon who was in the comic books as his apprentice she was the new Darth Vader and most of the action was with her so these were the two main villains of the trilogy so instead of Ray, Finn, Poe, and Kylo Ren, George Lucas's Lucas Star Wars trilogy would have seen the franchise led by both a female a female hero and a villain, as Leia must battle Darth Talon, a Sith under the tutelage of Darth Maul. Even if you did enjoy what Disney did with the franchise, it's impossible to deny that the Lucas idea is a hell hell of a lot of potential. Now let's let's talk about this real quickly. I am just reading this now. I don't know if you read it when I sent it to you. That's insane! I know, and they could have totally used Clone Wars oh, to set it up. That, that could have been, like, Lucas could have made it make sense, where Darth Maul got resurrected. Vinny's giving me bug eyes, and he's got a big old theory right now, I can tell. Go ahead. We're waiting patiently. What if Favreau knows this? You need to speak up. What if Favreau knows this, and he's using The Mandalorian, Obi-Wan, all these shows to bring Maul? I think even Solo had I, Maul. Well, Solo took place before Maul's death in Rebels. I, there has to be a way to kind of make sense of this. No, at the end of at the end of of the Han, the new Han Solo movie. No, I know that's what I'm talking about. But but that was before so Maul died in Rebels. That's true. So. That's what I'm saying. And I still would actually love to... I was thinking about these the other day. I would like to see another solo movie or some kind of solo Disney Plus series because we need more of Darth Maul. We need more of him in that whole setting. We never saw his whole Crimson Dawn uh, regime come into fruition. We saw it a little bit in Clone Wars, but we really didn't see much of it, you know? Mm -hmm. So let's continue in this article and see what else it says. Sadly, Lucas' plans uh, ultimately fell apart. Thanks to the studio's ambitious time frame and Lucas wanting to spend more time with his family. Uh, excuse me. At the time, I was starting the next trilogy. I talked to the actors and I was starting up, starting to gear up. The legendary filmmaker explains, I was about to have a daughter. It takes 10 years to make a trilogy. I'd still be working on episode 9. Finally, I decided I'd rather raise my daughter and enjoy my life. Now, this is way before Disney uh, appears to have bought the uh, the uh, franchise. Mm-hmm. Through the Disney sequels began on reasonably solid footing with 2015 Star Wars The Force Awakens. Things quickly fell apart following director Ryan John- uh, Johnson's Star Wars The Last Jedi in 2017. Fuck you, Ryan Johnson. You nearly ruined Star Wars for me. While some fans took to Johnson's vision for a galaxy far, far away, which included subverting expectations and moving away from some of the lore and it's understood in the original trilogy, others were much less kind, with the many believing it to be the worst movie in the franchise. Yes, it is. That's just what I said. The divisiveness continued with the course... Cr- uh, 
course correcting follow-up Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker in 2019, all of which brought out the very worst of the fan base. Regardless of how you feel about Disney's efforts, this small tease of Lucas's plans will have many wishing things had worked out differently. This comes us uh, courtesy of the Star Wars Archives 1999-2005, which is available now. So, this is pretty incredible. That he would have focused around Leia Organa. Now, yeah, I like that. Now, imagine if they started making these movies in the late 2000s. When we still had her. We still had we still had all the actors here. It would have been they would have been older. He would have been oh my god, I'm just thinking about this would have been so great. This would have been amazing. Now that I I, I, I read this, it makes me want to completely redo my Star Wars remake. Yeah. But, but since I've done that already, I've got to make a part 2 and 3 where, you know, it's I've already done with my lore of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. My whole thing was, if you haven't heard it, go back in the podcast archives. It's how I would have done The Force Awakens and how I think it should have gone. Where I think that, you know, you can still do something with these new characters if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, it is what it is here. Um, that's pretty insane. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think it possibly maybe other Sith Lords could have been involved? Like like Ventress, maybe? Um, it completely warranted. I mean, Ventress was a Sith. I I think that's other things, you know, like the the Clone Wars series just it had so many Sith in the whole show. You know, yeah. you had Dooku, Sidious, Maul, Savage Opress, his brother, uh Ventress, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of different Sith lords and they all have the mentality of kind of wanting to be the best, you know. Dooku and Ventress were aligned together and Palpatine, you know, he he if you think about it Ventress is very lucky that Palpatine allowed Dooku to have an apprentice up to the point where he wanted her dead yeah. and then Maul and Savage were just they were I don't want to say rogue Sith but they called themselves the true Sith you mm-hmm. know if you read back on some of the books and if you in some of the video games Sith don't necessarily stick together in fact when there were many many Sith they just were all power hungry and you couldn't trust each other that's why Darth uh, Plagueis made the rule of two, you know, for one master, one apprentice. Mm-hmm. How many? I'm just really, I'm just really bummed this didn't happen. Yeah. I'm, I'm really bummed this didn't happen. Overall, what do you, what are your thoughts on this, Vin? And do you think had Lucas maybe tried harder? I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? It's a great tragedy, one of the greatest tragedies of our time. I mean, as far I would have as, loved another fucking George Lucas trilogy. I would have loved Darth Maul to be a bigger player. Yeah. I mean, I saw a fucking meme just today where it says Disney brought back Palpatine, made him useless. Dave Filoni brought back, uh, George Lucas brought back Darth Maul and made him one of the greatest characters in the entire franchise. I mean, that 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 is that, that speaks volumes to how good Darth Maul is as a character. Oh my god, that. Like I said at the beginning. Han Solo is just left as a cliff. It's a fucking cliff. We got Maul at the end. We were like, and then nothing. (laughs) I was reading into a little bit too. Um, I just remember about this now. Some apparent they they pulled down our zipper and then went home. Yeah, it was blue balls. Yeah, left us with a hard on. Yeah, yeah, didn't even touch the tip. Uh, (laughs) They just pulled down the zipper and walked out the door. Uh, so there is some, uh, and I forgot. I, don't, I didn't even tell you this before we recorded. I just remembered about it now. So there are apparent 
leaks for Obi-Wan Kenobi. That? Yes. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> Anyways. Give it. Give it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Calm down, calm down. Uh, so here's what I remember. The Obi-Wan Kenobi series uh, apparently looking to save a young girl. Hmm. This young girl apparently is Leia Organa. Which would make sense. It would. Considering uh, she'd probably be about... And it would explain um, why she's looking for Obi-Wan Kenobi in New Hope. Yes, that would. It would make sense. Because that would imply that they've met before. Yes. Because you have to imagine that Leia and Obi-Wan have met before. Motherfuckers. Yes, exactly. I would would absolutely think that. Now, apparently these were on Reddit posts and they got taken down. Uh, Disney and Lucasfilm were like, no... Put take that shit away. Um, apparently, there is also leaks about Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader. Uh, we see his castle on Mustafar, and then he goes to Tatooine and fight Obi Wan, or maybe he goes back, to, or Obi Wan goes to Mustafar. I can't remember, but Vader and Obi Wan are going to fight again. Oh, I love that. So apparently, we'll have one more meeting between That's them. That's going to be the Luke Skywalker moment. I would of, of the Obi Wan series is Anakin and Obi Wan fighting each other. So do you think so? Because here's an interesting thing that I, we could see in the Obi Wan series is that Anakin he knew Padme was pregnant. He didn't know they had <clears throat> twins, but he didn't know what happened to the child mm-hmm. once Padme gave birth. No, I thought Sidious said that everybody died. No, he said in the movie he said like uh, you know he said it appears in your anger. You killed her. No, that's impossible. She was alive. I felt it. No! Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, they had to make Darth Vader just a tad bit emo for us, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's still great. It's still a great movie. Um, so, no, The apparently the thing is, is that w- my thing is, what if Vader, if they do fight on Tatooine, he senses Luke's presence and that's when he found out that his son survived the childbirth. Mm. Now, there was no indication that the child was going to die during childbirth, just just, just Padme. So, apparently he's going to have a very similar look to Revenge, uh, Revenge of the Sith. He's not going to have his robes, but he'll have his tunic, the, what, the classic white tunic. Mm. Uh, I, I would think he would still have the robes, because, yeah. you know, he's sleuthing, he's, he's hiding... Um, He's got to open up the chest, and it's going to be the classic fucking outfit from last time. Yes. Remember we saw the picture when they started filming? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, we also have to remember, Anakin Skywalker is... Anakin Skywalker. Hello hey, there. Hey, hello there. <laughs> General Kenobi. Uh, <laughs> I, I, we also have to remember that it's Hayden Christensen playing Darth Vader in this. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think maybe we'll see a thing where Vader's helmet comes off? And he's able to serve like I because we've seen pictures and there's stuff in the comics and 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 in canon where Vader has the top of his helmet off. I think we're gonna see some dark shit in this Obi Wan series. I think the I th- the helmet has to come off in this, yeah. and I would think the reason why. And some of you be like, well, he took his helmet off and returned the Jedi. And he almost died, and he died. Then here's the thing. He could barely breathe because he picked up Palpatine and he was electrocuted. So it therefore, takes place like fucking twenty years after. Yes. Also, I think maybe this could be the reason. Maybe he's just maybe he's just so driven by hate 
and by anger of the dark side that he like it just makes him stronger you know mm. it's kind of like why Maul survived the cut from Obi-Wan in, in Phantom Menace because he was so his hatred for Obi-Wan Kenobi was so powerful it kept him alive yeah. so maybe it's the same thing for Vader in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series yeah. maybe Th- that's what I'm thinking here so as far as I understand Obi-Wan Kenobi is still stood up to come out in May of 2022 if I don't if I remember correctly that, oh yeah, yeah that's the other thing Apparently, people were thinking, oh, it's going to come out late next year. No, apparently they want to move it to May of next year. Bring it. This also might be a little bit of old news, but this May is all... May is my birthday. May the 4th. Motherfucker. I, I mean, you got to imagine... I think May the 4th is also on a Wednesday. Yeah. So that works out perfectly. It does. You know, do the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi in, in May, and then Mando next year. Yeah. Which also Mandalorian Season 3 has started filming. Wow. Yes, we saw a picture of Pedro Pascal in the um, in his Mandalorian outfit, mm-hmm. and he just just confirming that it was filming. Just can like, you tell me who else we saw in a Mandalorian outfit this week? Who else we saw in a Mandalorian outfit? Why don't you talk about this story, Ben? Snoop Doggy Dog himself. Snoop came out with a new song. I don't really listen to rap, but uh, I think it has something <laughs> to do with it's a big bass in the trunk or something like that. Anyway. He's wearing a Mandalorian outfit and like singing and dancing on like a, it looks like a moon or something like that. And Ice Cube, I think, is also in the video and he's wearing like a regular, a generic alien head mask. And it, it, uh, it kind of looks like Django Fett's Mandalorian armor. Yeah, but it, no, it's but it's like rose gold and he has like purple, purple like, uh, so it dope. looks like purple sweatpants so and like good. a purple cape. <laughs> yeah, but it's all like rose gold. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. I told this story in the podcast last week. I might have, actually. I don't know. When I was at Comic-Con uh, a couple weeks ago, there were a lot of cool cosplays for like a lot of really good Mandalorian ones. There was, a re- there was two guys dressed up as Mando and Boba Fett. The Be- Boba Fett one, like like the brand new Boba Fett armor, arm, oh. armor painted the, the red light in the chest. There was a guy in a Mandalorian, the best Mandalorian cosplay the entire day, and I'll tell you why that is. These guys are getting pictures with him. And he's like, okay, I want to take without my mask. Without the mask, he said. And then the guy in the Mandalorian uh, cosplay was taking it off. And he's like, no, 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 I mean my mask. Like, Unless you're Pedro Pascal under there, then I'm not going to really care. So they took the picture. And he's like, all right, now I got to see your face. It was not Pedro Pascal. But holy fucking shit, if the guy didn't say he wasn't, I would believe him. His hair was cut up just like Pedro Pascal. He had the mustache just like Pedro Pascal. The, 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 the patchy beard and all that wow it was really really fucking cool wow like i'm like shit Pedro Pascal's here did you see that new video uh going around um because the new the new michael myers movie came out the new halloween movie came out i don't know you don't look like michael myers you're more like you you look more like mikhail myers (laughs) what no i didn't see this the video it's like a it's like a little chubby kid it's like a little chubby kid dressed up as Michael Myers, and it's like his I, older sister, geez. like just like making fun of him. <laughs> it's a show you have to show this to me when we're done. Uh, I I saw Halloween Kills. It sucked. Yeah, it did. I I did not like. It. I, I thought don't... finally it's gonna end. Like the townspeople no, are gonna kill him. Dude, it's gonna end next year because I looked up on Google. There's another movie coming out next year called Halloween Ends. Oh, yeah. I just because because 
my girlfriend loves those movies. She loves Michael Myers, Halloween horror. I'm like, I'm not a horror person. So when she was in the bathroom, I was looking, I'm like, I'm watching it. We're watching on Peacock. And I'm like, I wonder like, what's the timeline order? Cause there's so many of them. And then it showed me, it's like Halloween ends. I'm like, oh, I guess he's not winning this time. Yeah. It was, it was just so bad. Like I was, I was calling things that were going to happen in each fucking part of the movie. Like, it's not even that. It's like just a bad horror movie. It's also like Jamie Lee Curtis was just like completely non-existent in this movie. Yeah. And she's like the big reason why people want to go see this because, mm-hmm. you know, that was her first big breakout movie is Halloween 1 back in 1978. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just I just, I just didn't like the movie at all. I mean, I just like, – I think I could probably see good horror movies, but – just me not being a horror guy and then just seeing this, it just, it, it just sucked, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, would you recommend that I watch the old Halloween movies? No. No? No, I'm not a horror guy. Oh, you're not either? No. Did you see the movie? Yeah. Okay. But have you seen the old Michael Meyer movies? Yeah. Okay. Why did you see them if you're not a horror guy? <laughs> Social settings. So, uh, okay, I know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just a, yeah, there's a little plug to Halloween Kills. I just I just kept seeing evil dies tonight memes all over the place. Yeah, a funny thing with with a friend a friend of the podcast and listener, Pat Rona was sharing me shit where it's like uh, the Mike all the Mike Myers memes. Oh, well, my, like I I think I shared a thing which says like this not a single yeah baby or do I make you horny? I fucking love those memes. So so shit do not recommend. I'm trying to see if I can find that uh, that whole thing right there. Uh, that he was sending me. Yeah, I found it right here. It says, uh, Halloween Kills. Uh, disappointed, Michael Myers does not say his iconic groovy or do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> lines once in the entire two-hour film. <laughs> and then Pat Rono is going with some stuff with, uh, I mean, it says, this Halloween, look out for Mike Myers. And it just shows him in different settings as his different characters. Like one is Shrek, one he's Dr. Evil, uh, Austin Powers, and then he's uh, Wayne, uh, Wayne's World. And then it shows, and then Pat showed the, uh, the, the image where he wants to hit that annoying kid from Cat in the Hat. I go, shit movie for no classic Austin Powers lines. And he's like, I don't know about that, fam. He's like, you dirty hoe. And I'm like, no, I mean I mean the Cat in the Hat is golden. Halloween, I mean. Halloween kills, I mean. <laughs> he just starts laughing. So, yeah. Uh, just trying to kill time on the podcast here, people. I think we've kind of talked about everything we want to talk about. Is there anything yeah. then that we may have forgotten about? That Anything you want to shine real quickly before we close out the podcast? Mm-hmm. Nothing I can think of. Okay. Real quickly, going back to the Sinister Six, I think we've mentioned this before. If you could replace Paul Giamatti's Rhino with one villain of your choice, who would it be? Hmm. One villain of my choice. Yeah, so obviously someone we've seen before. But who would it be? Fuck, I don't know. Vulture, Mysterio, Venom. Carnage. Call it Carnage. That'd be good, too. Carnage. I mean, you could just pull Carnage from the multiverse. Yep. Doesn't have to be that Carnage. No, bring Woody in. Bring Woody in. Just make him a different one. Yeah. I mean, you just want to be Eddie's friend. Yeah. Fuck this guy! <laughs> well, isn't there supposed to be a Venom from Tom Holland's universe? I'm sure there is Eddie Brock out there. but Some, the, Maybe we'll but the get Eddie, a Carnage from Tom Holland's. But the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There, there could be... I think there is a Cletus Cassidy out there. You know, and it does not necessarily be Woody Harrelson, even though I think they should get Woody Harrelson. Yeah. You know, because variants can look like each other. 
Anyway, I think that'll wrap it up for this episode of the podcast. Thank you guys all so much for listening to this episode. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at fanspeculation underscore pod, Twitter at fanspeculation, all one word. Please be sure you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, uh, Red Circle, which is our main thing, how we platform this thing. And I don't plug Red Circle enough. I love Red Circle. Uh, you know, I believe we are still, uh, I believe we're on maybe Amazon. Go find our podcast, Spotify. Spotify, Apple, Google Play. Those are the ones I know for sure. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. Vinny, what do you guys say to the people before we head out? Have a good motherfucking night. So for CJ Palmazano, Vinny Carini, we'll see you all next time.